wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome Pour yourself a bowl of cereal Grab a spot on the couch And join us in our Saturday morning pajamas I'm your host, Jax, and today I bring you a discussion regarding sci-fi's latest made-for-TV movie, Dead 7. For those who have not heard, Dead 7 is a movie that has been produced by The Asylum. Um, Asylum is the production company besides such classics as Sharknado, Sharknado 2, Sharknado 3, and coming soon, Sharknado 4. I'm sure there's others. I just really didn't feel like looking into it, and... Honestly, I got cable to see this movie, so I haven't seen a sci-fi original in a couple years. I don't know most of these. Now, for what Dead 7 is and why I want cable to see it, Dead 7 brings together two of my great loves, zombies and boy bands. Yes, the zombies are not at an instant concert. Alas, that would be great. No, this movie is an apocalyptic future. Some kind of curse. Zombies arose, humanity's doomed, we're now living like it's the wild, wild west for some reason, and some crazy lady is convincing or controlling the zombies for reasons. I, I, I don't know if they explained it or if I just was like not paying attention, but for reasons, zombies are being controlled so someone can have their way. And our heroes and some of our villains are made up of former boy band members. Not playing themselves, but as characters. We have in the role of the silent, striking hero type, Nick Carter as Jack. He also executive produced and helped write the script. I would say I'm surprised, but I do remember back in the day he was one who worked on a Backstreet Boys comic book and... All these other little things. So, this is creative output. He's not out there, you know, going crazy, doing drugs, egging houses, whatever. That's fine. We have InSync's Joey Fatone as Whiskey Joe. He is someone who's just lives in the town, and you know what? Gonna die someday. Might as well go out saving the world. And he drinks a lot of whiskey, and he's. He's the one who suggests they go to the whorehouse where someone dies and not going to spoil who dies, but yeah. Uh, he is what is known as the, not the role model. There we go. We have Backstreet Boys' AJ McLean as Johnny Vermillion. He is the right-hand man to Apocalyptica. Apocalyptica, she is played by Deborah Wilson. You will recognize her from Mad TV. And she's the villain. And Johnny Vermillion, well, he's the evil, crazy henchman. And I do have to say, near the beginning is when he got most of his screen time. Um, that was actually focused on him. And after seeing Batman vs. Superman Dawn Justice last night, he played a crazy villain better than Jesse Eisenberg did. Not in the great acting, you know, like Oscar Wayne performance way but in the truer to the crazy villain. So, just going for that, AJ, you could have been Lex Luthor, just saying. 
we have Howie Darrow from the Backstreet Boys as the the Carol. Yeah, I, I assume I'm saying that right. The Carol. Uh, he is the marksman. There we go. He is a marksman. He's very good at shots. Spoiler alert: everybody dies except one, pretty much. So, yeah, he's the one that dies in the whorehouse. I wasn't gonna spoil it. I lied. We also have a newcomer, Lauren Kit Carter as Serene. She is. I don't know which girl was her. I think she was like the main girl hero type. Um, but it's Nick Carter's wife. So I'm like, hmm, no clue how she got that role. We have NSYNC's Chris Kirkpatrick as Mayor Shelby. He has one eye, and he says a great line at one point to AJ, um, AJ's character. She took my eye, but she took your balls. Yes, cheesy, but I laughed. We have 90 Degrees' Degrees Jeff Timmons as Billy. He plays Nick Carter's brother in the film, and uh, he's kind of like the lovable. He, he wants to be here, but he cares too much. So he's he's kind of almost there. He just doesn't have. He's like right on the verge of being the hero, of being like that sullen all-around hero, but love holds him back from being just all about the hero. And I do want to say. Jeff, 11 years ago, one of your bandmates ran for mayor of Cincinnati, and today you star in a zombie movie on sci-fi. I guess the whole I'm going to be Chippendales thing that you were doing for a while didn't work out, and this was the next choice. We also have another boy band here. We have Eric Michael Estrada from O-Town as Komodo. He is a samurai type, great with swords. I swear, I'm pretty sure they let the guys pick their character names. It's just a feeling. We have also Dan Miller, Jacob Underwood, and Trevor Pennick from O-Town as Butch, Stamper, and Bo. I believe all three of them were Apocalypticus minions, but they didn't have very much screen time. In fact, they, those three were built after the main credits, just, you know, while the opening of the film's going on, they have a few extra names. They, de they did not even get billing that high up. They were below the billing of all the other boy band members. So that just shows where they were. Rounding out people you may have heard of, John Sakata, a, a singer, played Sheriff Copper. He died pretty quickly. Um, I swear in one scene, I was like, that guy looks familiar. It was some... Just pissed off townsfolk guy. Yeah, it was Art Alcott. The lead singer of Everclear. Art. I cannot pronounce his name at the moment or remember how to pronounce it right now. But he was in this uh, pretty quickly because like, oh, that's who that is. Oh, he's a zombie. We also had Frenchie Davis. Um, she was an American Idol person. And I think that pretty much rounds out everyone I recommend uh, recognize. There's probably someone else, but eh, it's so many people. And I'm reading IMDb at the moment, so that's what's going on. So I've gone over the story a little bit. Basically, they're trying to save the world, save this town, what have you. Overall, the movie was enjoyable. Overall, it had parts that just didn't hold my attention. Uh, 
to nitpick, the editing was bad. There was jump cuts from, like, one scene right to the next. Like, we're in a bar, it's dark, tense scene, next thing is daylight, and something completely else different is going on, and we're, oh, and we're, like, right on top of dialogue there. It's, basically, they need another, they need some more establishing shots between there, or they just need to start or end the scenes a little bit sooner or later, just to make it not as jerky. In addition, I do want to say that at the beginning, they did some creative fonts with the credits and the name of the movie and such. Cool, cool. I could not read Howie Duro's credits at all because of the color of the lettering and the co uh, for his name and the color they were using for the title with the creative art, which is clashing. So, really not something that was ready to go to TV. And I say this having seen really bad movies. I, for one, own Flight of the Living Dead, Zombies on a Plane. And I enjoy it. I purchased that DVD. And I know what type of movie that is. And they had more quality. So, just a little bit more, guys. Really, overall, again, I said the movie was enjoyable. Uh, another little part I liked was just near the beginning, Giant Vermillion, A.J. McLean's character, as he's herding the zombies along, we got places to go and people to eat. Good quote there. Um, I thought gave him that it was really right in the beginning. I thought it gave a really nice laughter to the piece. So really something good. Let's see what else we have to say. <laughs> so back to the movie. I know I want to focus on the plot, but I'm gonna be a little rambly here, cause the movie it it did not hold my attention the whole way. I'm sorry, the new Miyamoto app for Nintendo, the social app on the phone, it's out, and I signed up, and so I spent part of the movie playing with that while watching. Don't shoot me, it's it what happens, you know, it didn't hold my attention. At least I didn't pick up my Nintendo DS or, you know, the laptop, though, it wasn't really working too well. Oh, that must be Wade with a sitch. No, that's my phone text. Sorry, I forgot to turn that off. So... But at the beginning of the movie, we have a whole zombie outbreak where we get some backstory, we get some exposition. There's a lot of really pretty shots throughout the movie as they're going up this mountain, up this mine, as they try to stop the evil lady. Um, like I said, everyone dies. If I'm correct, I believe it's Nick Carter's wife. Her character is the one, I believe she's the one who doesn't die. Everyone else is dead. Um, some people get better deaths than others. Like I said, how we died in a whorehouse. We all knew it was coming. Come on, guys. Back in the day, like 20 years ago, we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Um, Joey died because he got bit, but he had made a fail-safe because he knew how the zombies operated. And he made something. So, basically, he had a flask attached to his belt that was full of blood. So, if he turned to a zombie, he knew the zombie would smell the blood and want to go for it. Well, when you pull on the flask, it was attached to a string. That basically blow him up. So I thought that was cool. Um, both Nick... Nick had to shoot himself because he got bit. Eric Michael Estrada got... He got bit, I think got bit as well. And he committed a seppuku. Uh, the thing where you stab yourself in the stomach. Yeah, he did that. So I know I'm wanting a lot of spoilers, but really... 
it's Dead 7. If I'm giving you spoilers, it's not like... If you were going to watch the movie, you're going to watch the movie anyways. I don't believe my spoilers are going to stop you from watching this. By the way, DVD comes out June 7th, so if you do want to see it, it is it's going to be available besides the sci-fi reruns. You don't have to go and get cable. In fact, we're going to be canceling our cable as of this weekend just because we've not found... This seriously has been the best reason to have that we found to keep the cable was this movie. Everything else we've watched has become just reruns of us, shows we can watch on on, on uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, where else have you. So, cable has become a sad state when the best reason to keep it is because of a boy band zombie movie. <laughs> Comparing this movie to some older work, I believe most of these, not most, some of Otan was in, but I know the Instinct guys were in a movie long ago called Long Shot. Oh, that that makes this look Oscar worthy. It was something done by their when they were still with Transcontinental and under Lou Pedophile Perlman, and he they basically did a movie that had Britney Spears and Insync and the Backstreet Boys. The Rock was in it. I have the DVD. I will review it one day. It's bad. So I will say, you know, you know, Joey and Chris have improved since then. The most recent thing, though, I've seen Joey and Chris in was the Fall Out Boy video, Fall Out Boy and, oh crap, what's her name? Demi Lovato. Their video for Irresistible, they're in that video, and Joey's in it more, and I quite enjoyed Joey's performance. He looks like he's having fun. Joey was quite good, actually, showing some acting in my Big Fat Greek Wedding, too. So, he does what he can. He seems to enjoy things. He did actually play... What's his name in Rent? He played the main character in Rent on Broadway for a while years ago, so we know what they can do. This was a fun project. That's all I pretty much have to say. Really can't get into more right now. It was a two-hour movie with commercials. It's coming out on DVD June seventh. Check the blog post at nonoms. That's n o n o m s dot net if you want to see a link to purchase this. Right now, I can only find it on DVD. Wall Cry River, that's not going to be on Blu-ray. Get over it. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy these ideas, if you want to see more, if you want to help us grow, please think about becoming a patron to us. You know, every dollar helps. There's a link on the website. Um, it says on the left-hand side, or I'm sorry, it says at the... Oh, dear, I just remodeled the website. I have to put that up. There'll be a link somewhere on the website for Podbean. And you can become our patron. Um, I'll have it very clearly in the blog post. And I'll find a great place to put it on the website. Um, but please, any every dollar helps. It's what allowed us to get new hosting recently. And we just, we love your support. Um, as well, because we love you, we do want to mention that we have teamed up with Audible. So there is a free trial if you want it. Audibletrial.com slash SMP. Get yourself a free book for 30 days. If you like the book. Continue for the next month. We'll go from there. Do you really have the time? You're like, hey, not everyone's cup of tea, but I, well, at least you gave it a shot. You can always cancel. Um, so, thank you again for tuning in to in my pajamas. I will see you next week. And until then, stay, stay comfy. Bye. <laughs>